Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast, the podcast that will teach you to take your Shopify store and turn it into an automated sales machine with the latest marketing, email, sales, and social media advice, strategies, and tips from experts without the fluff. Your host, Caroline Belinska, the founder of JustAskParker.com, the only small marketing task agency for Shopify owners. With over 10 years experience in marketing, manufacturing, design, and e-commerce, she shares her knowledge and interviews the experts to help you in your journey to success. Now, here's your host, Caroline Belinska. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Blinska, and today I think I'm going to lose a lot of listeners and I've decided I'm okay with that. So we're going to get into something that has been bothering me for a really long time. I think I've spoken about bits and pieces of this for a while, but now I'm just at the point of saying, you know what, I'm just putting it out there. There are going to be a lot of people in the industry, a lot of colleagues that I know that will be cringing at the thought of me doing this, but I don't care anymore. I'm about to turn 40 in a few months and I've gotten to the point where, you know what, there's people out there that just need a reality check. So I am very interested to know who here by the end of this is still on this podcast, still listening, and who is actually listening to this thinking, you are a terrible person and how dare you. But I can tell you after 20 years, more than 20 years in business, after 15 years in online marketing, I can tell you that this is a constant issue that I see over and over. And I think it's about time that I just put it out there. So what I'm finding is about 50% of people will fail. And I see that in our company, Just Ask Parker. I talk to other colleagues. I talk to other people. And this is something that maybe a lot of people are not talking about to the public, but it is just the reality. See, I myself started off in an offline business. I had a bricks and mortar hairdressing salon was my first major business. That is a situation of going out, getting yourself a shop. You have to pay a lease. You had to pay for, you had to sign a contract for at least three years. You had to turn on the lights. You had to fit out the location. You had to get staff. You had to pay electricity bills. You had to pay taxes. There were so many costs that go into it. So we still saw back then on our street alone, I worked in the center of Melbourne and our street alone, we'd see a shop open down the road and then it would close down and then another one would go in its place and then it would close down. And these people would always blame, oh, it's the location. And we were like, no, it's not the location. This is one of the best locations in Melbourne. We're still here. Look at all the other people that are still here. It's not the location, but these people would swear black and blue that it has nothing to do with them and everything to do with the location or the types of people, or there was just always an excuse. And I've seen this, the same issue over and over. So offline business is exactly the same. However, the difference is now with online businesses, there is a lot less barriers to entry. Back in the day when your only option to open a business was to sign a three or a five year lease and then everything else that came with that, there was a lot of barriers to get to the point of even opening. Whereas now you can sign up and get a Shopify store and it's so simple. It really is an easy way to do it. And don't get me wrong. I love it. I think it's amazing. I think we're in the luckiest times ever. I swear that if I could do my time over again, now would be the time that I'd want to be here starting my online business, my first one. 
it is the right time. Like now is the time. There's never been so many opportunities such as video, as people being online, payment options, the fact that Shopify is so easy to use, everything that comes with it. It is an amazing time, but understand as well, there are a lot of people out there that just should not be starting a store at all. And I'm going to go through why that is. And by the end of this, some of you will not be listening anymore. And I'm totally okay with that because I think a lot of people need the reality check. Now, while you're listening, a few of these points might touch some nerves with you and might make you think, hang on a second, I've acted like that in the past, but you can change. You can change that about you and you can be ready to actually take action. But I'm going to share with you five reasons why I know people fail. They come to us at Just Ask Parker. They sign up for a trial. We do a $24 trial for a week. You get to see our services. We offer all the normal marketing services you can get at all these big agencies. I have managed to turn it into individual task basis where you can get the tasks you need. There's no other service like this. And this service, the clients that work with us and are successful all say this. They all say it is amazing. There's nothing like this. And it's because of you that I've gotten so far. So I've got a whole lot of people that think our services are amazing. And then I've got a whole lot of people that they sign up for the trial. And by the end of it, they go, Oh no, I expected more. I expected more. And I'm like, what did you expect for $24? And really it's their attitude that is just wrong. So I want to go through what those points are. And I want to help you understand. Now, this is not about working with just ask Parker because I know people that own classic marketing agencies that have this same issue with people who have a lot more money or people that come to them with a great idea. The fact is having a great idea and having some money to burn also does not mean you're going to be successful. There is so many moving parts to what makes success. And really, I keep on seeing the same things over and over. So I just want to share those with you. And I want you to really listen today and take it as me being very probably mean in a lot of people's eyes, but also just being extremely constructive because I think it's very important that people understand this. Just yesterday, I got on a call with a client and we were talking and she was fantastic. She said, Hey, you know what? I don't know if I have the bandwidth to put in this effort to make this happen. And I said, that's fine that, you know, as long as you're honest about it and you know that here are your options, you could do it this way, this way, or this way. And she said, okay, let me think about it. That is fantastic. That is the attitude that everyone should have. It's not the fact that she's saying to me that she doesn't have the bandwidth to do it. I'm not going to tell her that she's a bad person for that. She has the right to say that, but it's the fact that her attitude is correct about it. She's very honest about that. However, on the flip side, we get people who come along and say, I don't have the bandwidth and I shouldn't have to put in the effort and I don't want to do that. And I, okay, then that's fine, but you're not going to succeed like that. And it's those sort of attitudes that get people nowhere. At the end of the day, Whatever business you want to start, you can start. I'm not here to tell you whether your business idea is right or wrong. That's not what I'm here for. But I think that the attitude and your frame of mind and your understanding on business needs to be that, that there are a few things that have to happen to make sure that you're successful. Why bother otherwise? Like if you're listening to this thinking, Caroline, I already don't like where you're going with this. Fine. But I'm just telling you, why are you bothering? Because It's really just getting to the point where we see so many people come along that I really wish for them that they could succeed, but they just never will. So let's go through the reasons, the five ways I see that people will fail. They'll definitely fail. And you 
just one of these alone is not the biggest problem, but if you don't change your attitude, it will be a problem long-term. So before I get into the five points, while you're listening to this, remember to yourself, the great news is, is that if you have these five areas under control in your business, it means that you don't have as much competition as you think you do. The great news is, is that there are going to be a lot of people out there that have all of these issues in their business, have all of these issues with themselves. And that means that they're not going to succeed. And I can tell you that that is the really great news for so many of my clients. I spoke to another client yesterday and he was telling me that he's really feeling overwhelmed, that he doesn't have any tech skill and he's just starting out in the tech world and he really doesn't understand it and he wants to understand it, but he just doesn't know what to do. And the thing is, is that I told him straight away, that's fine. We can definitely help you with that. He has got such a great attitude towards everything else that not having the ability to understand tech just yet is not a problem. I've got so many ex examples of clients of mine who have been in that situation. I've got Mish, she was a nurse, uh, she is a nurse, and she had no idea what she was doing when she started out. And this girl is absolutely amazing. Like her marketing skills come from the inside and have just really bloomed while I've known her. And she takes ideas and she takes them to the next level. And she has no experience in this world at all, no tech knowledge. She has no marketing knowledge, but she knows her business. She knows what she's selling. So that has nothing to do with you failing. What has to do with you failing is what I'm about to go through. Just keep in mind, as long as these five issues are not in your business, you should be fine. So the first one is your idea is terrible. You might have no niche, no brand. You might think trying to sell everything on your website is a great idea. However, this is guaranteed to fail. I see it all the time. And I guess the biggest thing is, is that usually when people come to us in this situation, we try our best to help them understand what the issue is. So for instance, if you think that getting a whole lot of products from AliExpress and putting them onto a website that really doesn't look good at all. And you think that anyone's going to get there, go there and buy it. You've got another thing coming for you. The only companies that still works for is if you have a budget of anywhere over about 20,000 a month to spend on advertising. If you don't have 20,000 a month to spend on advertising, I guarantee you're not going to succeed. It's a numbers game. You need a lot of traffic. You need to try to prove why your website is the best and I can give so many examples of how this doesn't work and I can give you examples of sites where it does work on and why it's working and I can guarantee you do not have the money, you do not have the um, the other areas behind you, the resources to make that happen. So forget it. You need to have some sort of niche or brand and there's a few different ways of doing that, of course. I talk about it a lot in Just Ask Parker. We talk about it in our course but really you need to have this organized. Otherwise there's no point. You are not going to be the next Amazon. I guarantee it. It's just not going to happen. So make sure that you have a good idea thinking that you have 
created some sort of magic business because someone on YouTube told you to do it. I can tell you from experience, there's probably a hundred people a day that come up with that exact same concept that you do and a hundred people a day that fail at it. So come up with some sort of niche or brand. So for instance, you want to sell a whole lot of stuff from AliExpress fine. But then think about maybe you do it for people that like water spots, or maybe you do it for people who have babies. There's a whole lot of different areas you can go into, niches you can go into. Don't try to sell everything though. Okay. So the second point that I come across on a daily basis is that people don't understand that they need to have either money or they need to have time or they need a combination. So I just mentioned this before about this client I spoke to yesterday and she was very aware, hey, I don't have the bandwidth for this. I don't think I've got the bandwidth. So fine, she knows that she doesn't have the time. So then I, one of the ideas I gave her was, I don't know how much money you have, but then the concept would have to be that you'd put money into it. So I gave her the feedback on what she needs to do and she was so great with accepting that feedback and realizing that's where she has to think about what's best for her. Now, what is your situation? If you come to Just Ask Parker, we are honestly the best value you'll find for marketing. We are definitely the cheapest. We're definitely the best value. You get amazing amounts of services for the price. A normal marketing agency, a classic marketing agency, which I always was, and I've got a lot of great people I can recommend, those sort of businesses are charging sometimes for a full package to get all the different things. They're starting at about three to 5,000, 5,000, you're getting a good one, um, 5,000 a month to get that stuff done. So what I find unbelievable, and this is the part that really blows my mind. As a Shopify merchant, you want to sell something by doing no work and make money for it. And then at the same time, you're ready to make money for nothing. You think that you're going to set up a store quickly and make all this money for not doing any work. But then when someone like myself or another marketing company tells you the prices, people say, oh, why is it so expensive? Why are you charging me so much? And it's like, what do you think you're going to get? Like, how do you think you're going to get your marketing done for free? If you want your marketing for free, do it yourself. So you need time. So you need money or time. And that's all there is to it. And it really makes me laugh the amount of people that come to us and really look at our, for example, $24 trial and then say, I only got three uh, uh, tasks done for $24. I'm like, hello, you wouldn't have even gotten one of those done for $24. It's not the point of the $24. We charge a small amount to make sure that you're actually going to take action once you get into our system, because we have to set up a lot of things to put you in our system. And what I found, I used to do free trials, but what I found was people would sign up for a free trial. My team would spend all the time to set up the account because we work, we're all manual. There's no automation going on in our system. And then that person would never actually put in a task. And then when it was ready to pay the monthly fees, they'd say, no, your system didn't work for me hang on, you didn't do anything. So how do you know it didn't work? So we charge a small fee, $24. It's just to get people to realize that they've spent some money. 
And these people, it's really funny. We've got, of course, we've got an amazing group of people who are all like, wow, this is fantastic. You're really helping me. And then this small amount of people who would turn around and say, oh no, I didn't get enough for my uh, money. And it's like, hang on, you just bought something on, and it's usually these people, people who have bought something on AliExpress for a dollar and they're trying to sell it for $50 or $20. And then they're complaining that we don't give enough value for what we're charging. Trust me, and I said this at the beginning, I'm going to have some people that say, oh, you're being really rude and you're being ridiculous. That is just the cold, hard truth. That's the truth behind it. So think about your business. Are you going to put in the money or are you going to put put in the time for it? But you can't think that you're not going to put in time and not put in money and suddenly you're going to have this business. There's a lot of BS out there that are telling people that that's how they can do it and it's not true. Sure. There's a couple of people out there that do get success very, very quickly and they get it sort of overnight. They get it with not much effort, but there's very few businesses like that. And I honestly can't think of many at all. The ones that you think have done that have actually put in a lot of back work behind that to make that happen. So If you've never done an online business and you're signing up for Shopify and someone told you that you can have this overnight success, they are lying to you. There's a lot of people saying $5 a day Facebook ads will get you success. There's a lot of people that say one, two, three, four hours a week is going to get you success. Sure, later on down the track, that is true. And that's what I try to get all of my clients to aim for. But in the beginning, there's certain work that has to go in, whether it's work or whether it's money that you have to put in to get someone else to do it. There is something that has to go into it. And then I'm going to get into some other things in a moment to help you understand where to go with that money all the time. Because the sad part is I see a lot of people that come to us and they do have money or they do have time and they've tried for six months. I've got, I've spoken about it on this podcast. People have spent one of my clients, $20,000, another one, $6,000. She had to go and get a a part-time job to pay for her Facebook advertising. She put the money into the wrong stuff. So that is also the case, which you need to be aware of. So I'm going to get into that in a second. The third thing that a lot of people have happening, and I guarantee you will never succeed while this is happening. And I've actually got a few people who have come to us and then come back later on and apologize because the, one of the worst things you can do is not take constructive criticism. I've had this happen in Just Ask Parker. We offer, we always recommend that you get a website audit done. So we go through and do an audit and we are just completely honest about, hey, you know what? That's not going to help you. And we base this on facts. We don't base this on our opinion. So I'm not sitting there saying, oh, I don't like what you sell. So I'm not going to tell you it's good. My personal opinion of what you sell is not my problem. What is my problem is the psychology of how people buy. People buy in a certain way, and I will give you the cold hard facts of that. So I'm amazed with how many people have come to us, had those website audits, and actually written to us. And when I say how many, you know, there's probably about five people in the one and a half years that we've been going hard that have done this. And so it's not many, but it's amazing because then I think some other people might've canceled for the same reason. People writing to us going, I thought that was really rude what you said. And we might've said something like, Hey, your photos are really bad and you need to get better quality, quality images, or 
your video is not great because it goes for four minutes and it's boring and no one cares about that video. But if you put a shorter, faster video and chop that down, then people would like it. And I've had people say, how dare you say that stuff? Sorry, I just have to shrug my shoulders and say, good luck. Okay, no problems. And two of those people have actually come back to us and re like sent me emails afterwards and said, I'm so sorry, I'd love to work with you again. I've had another guy actually say, please don't cancel my account because I'm actually realizing that I should be you know, accepting this uh, constructive criticism. The fact is, is that until you see that and you're aware that you need to take that advice, you're never going to get anywhere. I've got other people, I've given them constructive criticism and I've tried to be as nice as I can about it without trying to sound rude, but I've just been very honest and they have not liked what I've said and they will not take the fact that they're not succeeding as the fact that it's their own fault. They take it as it's everyone else's fault. So trust me when I say, if you're listening still at this point, then hopefully you haven't made the other mistakes, but hopefully this is not one of your downfalls because if it is, you're not going to get anywhere. The next thing is, is that we have all of these people coming to us and they sign up for Just Ask Parker and then they say, what should I do? And I always give them an order of what they should do their tasks in, what's important on their website. But then they go down the path of deciding, I need to do a Facebook ad immediately. And I always tell them, no, not yet. You've got all, all of these other things to do first and they won't listen to me. So then they go down the path of a Facebook ad, the Facebook ad doesn't work. And then they say, Facebook ads don't work. It's not the case. Facebook ads do work. It's just not going to work if you haven't covered the other steps first. So I'm going to run through this very, very quickly. I speak about this all the time. It's in different episodes of my podcast. I just want to mention them again. Number one is a website audit. If you've already got your website up, you need to get an audit, a review of your website. Number two, customer avatar. I cannot stress this enough. Every single person who has done my customer avatar training has been blown away with what they have learned. They have really started to understand their customer. They have gone from thinking that they are selling to all the women and realize that they're selling to a niche of women who has got the money to buy what they're selling and wants to buy it. It's very important that you understand who your customer avatar is, whether it's men, whether it's women, stop wasting your time trying to get people to your website who will never ever buy your products. You need to be in front of the right people. And it's very important. Like this is second on my list because it is right at the beginning of the process. We do a special thing in Just Ask Parker where we get people to do their own customer avatar, do their own training, and then we go through and we'll what we call perfect it. We'll give you more feedback. We'll tell you where you've gone wrong. We'll explain to you other things that you can be doing. And I've never had anyone say to me, oh, that's wrong. They've all said, wow, that's amazing what I've just learned from this experience. And I can tell you that the amount of people who have come to me and told me that they've wasted money on Facebook ads, whether they've worked with a company or whether they've done them themselves, 100%, 100% of them did not know who their customer was. Did not know their customer, 100%. This is not the fact that some of them got it wrong. 100% of them did not know their customer. I've just been working with a client recently and they've been running Facebook ads, losing a lot of money on their Facebook ads. And then I got in there and they kept on swearing black and blue that they knew that their audience was one particular type of person, a certain interest. 
I tested three different types of interest groups for their Facebook ads. And that was a one that converted the worst out of all the groups that I tested. They were blown away. They said, oh my God, I didn't think about that. I thought that that was going to be the best one. So the thing is, until you do your customer avatar, you are going to ruin everything that you're trying to do with Facebook ads. So just don't do Facebook ads until you've followed all of these steps. The third thing you have to do is a three month marketing plan. We always suggest a one page marketing plan. I've created it. I've been in business for a long time. I started my life learning marketing and I can tell you that these old fashioned 30, 40 page marketing plans will never help you anymore. A one page marketing plan is all you need. Sharp, straight to the point, exactly what you need to do. It's takes away the overwhelm. It gives you direction. It stops you from going off track and starting to think, oh, I better do that. Someone told me or someone on a YouTube video told me to do this thing. So just follow this three month plan and that's it. Don't do anything else. After three months, you then do something else, but you get to test in that three months based on a couple of things that you have to do. So that is really important. Have a plan. I cannot tell you how many people come to me and they never had a plan? It's just unbelievable. You need to have a plan. Imagine putting together an Ikea shelf without the actual instructions in front of you. It is impossible. That is your business if you don't have that plan. And I can guarantee, imagine if I gave you one set of instructions from Ikea and told you that there's three different, there's a desk, there's a shelf, and there is a bed. Now there's one set of instructions, make all of those with this one set of instructions. It's not going to happen. You need different instructions for each item, just like each of you need a different map for your business. So make sure you know your marketing plan. Otherwise there's no point moving forward. The next thing you have to think about is your customer journey strategy. We talk about the customer journey. We put together a customer journey strategy and we walk through exactly to show you visually what your customer does from never hearing about you until becoming a raving fan. It's just a really simple plan, but it's not what you think it is. It's not, they've never heard of me. They've seen my Facebook ad and they buy. That is not it. It's not three steps. It's literally about, and it's different for every business. There's literally anywhere from 10 to I think it's 20 or 30 steps along the way that you need to take into account. Once you see this, you can sit there and say, okay, actually I'm running Facebook ads, but you know what? I remember on the customer journey plan that I had to have this other thing in place first, email or whatever it might be. So it helps you understand that. The next thing is your content marketing calendar. I am shocked with how many people throw one thing up a day on Instagram and say, yeah, I'm doing marketing on uh, social media. No, you're not. What was the plan behind that? Did you think that through? And then I've got, honestly, honestly, I get so many people every year coming to me one or two days before Black Friday and literally saying, it's Black Friday in two days. Let's do something for Black Friday. And I'm like, you're already too late or Christmas or Valentine's Day or whatever it might be. Have a content marketing calendar. I can't stress enough how important that is. The next thing is retargeting ads. I'm not talking any sort of advertising to cold traffic. I'm talking about ads to only people who have already visited your site. Now, if you're saying in your head, but I don't have any traffic yet, Great, good time to set it up. You need to add these special codes, these pixels to your website. It captures the data of these people. Once you hit a certain number, then they'll start seeing ads from you. 
You're only paying for ads for the people who have been to your website. So if you don't have traffic, you don't pay for this. So it's completely free at this stage, but it's capturing the data and it's getting ready for when you have enough traffic. If you don't do this before you run ads, you're going to be losing the chance to advertise to these people because it takes up to 14 touch points on average to convert someone from never hearing about you into a buyer, 14 touch points. Now, a lot of people say to me, but there's no one in my website who's made a purchase that got to that 14 or even came close, Carolyn. They all purchased on the first one or two times. That is true if you don't have remarketing set up, retargeting set up, because those other people have forgotten about you. The only people purchasing right now are the people who have already been to your website eBay does this. Like I put something in my cart once on eBay and it literally kept on emailing me over and over and over for about four months. They don't stop it three times. They keep going and going. There's ads that I see all the time from people because I've been to their website once. You need to set up retargeting. I have a whole video series all about retargeting if you want to know more about it. But these steps are all important. Next, your abandoned cart emails. Have your abandoned cart emails. Part of retargeting is your abandoned cart emails. Chatbot, make sure you've got some way that people can actually message you if they want to ask a question. Make sure you do a weekly email as well as abandoned cart emails. Are you sending out emails? Are you capturing data and sending people emails? People buy from emails. You get anywhere from a 10 to 30% conversion on your email each week. So imagine if you've got a hundred people, you could get 10 sales from those emails. So do them. It is unbelievable. It's free. It's not costing you anything. You just need to set up the email. It doesn't cost you to send them. You've already got your email system. Use it. The next thing is your free traffic. This is your low hanging fruit, your social media, the forums, the PR you can do. All of these things should be done. It's free and it's easy to do. Just do it. That's all it comes down to. And then the last point is your paid traffic. This is the last thing you set up. So if you're listening to this saying, but Carolyn, I just want to run a Facebook ad. I've just given you 10 other things to do before your Facebook ads. So if you're not doing that, you will fail. You're not going to get anywhere. It's not going to work. You cannot run a Facebook ad and not have everything else in place and expect to get good conversions on that Facebook ad. It just does not work like that. And then the last point that I want to make is people who refuse to listen to cold, hard data. What I've just told you is cold, hard data. Those are the things that work. It works for everyone. If it didn't work, why do these companies do it? Why are they bothering to do all of those steps if that stuff doesn't work? It works. The other cold, hard data is the fact that people do not want to look at their numbers. They don't want to look at the fact that there's certain places their traffic comes from. They don't want to look at their analytics. They don't want to look at the fact that their Facebook ads are not converting well. All of that stuff matters to the fact of you making a profit or not making a profit. There's a guy out there spruiking that he makes a million dollars a year uh, on his e-commerce store. He tells everyone, yeah, 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 I make a million dollars. I have found out for a fact that yes, he makes a million dollars turnover. He literally loses money at the end of the year. He does not make any money from his store because all of it goes into his ads and everything else he's doing. He is running at a loss. Why does he do that? 
because he has people signing up for his programs where he makes his money, telling people he makes money. He can show the data on his website, the screenshot of, look, I am making money. Sure, he's making money, but he's not making a profit. And the only number I care about is profit. If you turn over a million dollars a year, I do not care because a million dollars a year does not mean you're making money just like this guy. I want to hear about profit and profit comes from doing all of these steps correctly. I have been on an absolute rant for this episode and I am sorry to the people who are there thinking, but Caroline, all of that stuff's fine by me. I want to congratulate you. That's fantastic. I just want more people to understand that maybe one of these points is something that they are not looking at carefully. And this is why people fail. It really comes down to why are you doing this? You're doing this because you want to succeed. I know that there's no one out there who's in the position of making these mistakes that wants to fail. Everyone wants to succeed, but sometimes we need to take our ego out of it. We need to move away from our ego. We need to stop thinking that we know best and start taking advice and looking around and seeing what works. I always talk about reverse engineering everything. Look at those companies. What are they doing and how can I do it? And one thing you can look at is certain companies that, for example, Amazon, if you reverse engineer that and you go back to the basics, the fact of the matter is they started 12 years or 15 years ago, they started started as a bookshop and they have done everything along the way to get where they are. Just proves you cannot do that. You have reverse engineered it to realize that you are never going to be that Amazon store. There's certain people out there spooking how successful they are. And really they had their success six years ago. They're not able to replicate that exact same success now if they were to start again from scratch because the time that changed, the algorithms on Instagram changed, a whole lot of things changed along the way that that cannot be reverse engineered to work. So you want to look at companies that you can reverse engineer it and say, hey, actually that could still work now and then work from there. So don't look at these certain companies and think I want to be like them until you can realize you could actually achieve that same success. I hope that you have taken away a lot of great knowledge from this and I hope it's made you open your eyes to what really is the truth out there because I think that there's a little bit of an issue where people in my situation are too scared to say this because they don't want to offend anyone. And I'm not here because I want to offend people. I'm here because I just want everyone to realize the truth and realize that maybe they are making a mistake. But like I said, it's only about 50% of people. It's definitely not hundred percent. There's a lot of people that are listening right now. And I hope that's you because you're still here that you can honestly say, Hey, you know what? I'm doing my best to make sure that I'm not making any of these mistakes. And I guarantee you, if you can honestly say that about yourself and you are working towards success and you are looking at each of these areas and saying, I will do everything in my power not to make those mistakes, you will succeed. There is a lot of potential and the great news is there's a lot of people out there that won't succeed. So it means that there's more space for people like you to actually succeed. So I hope that this episode has been insightful at least. And I'm sorry for going on a rant. I know that sometimes I do this, but with what I do on a daily basis and the amount of people I speak to, I sometimes feel like 
my head wants to explode from some of the things I'm seeing. So while I have a lot of amazing clients, amazing, amazing ones, I love talking to my clients. There are some out there that I really honestly think need to hear the cold hard truth about it. If you want to ask me any questions, come into the Facebook group. I'm always available to chat to you. Happy to answer questions. Maybe you want to send me over these five particular things, send me a private message and ask me something privately because there might be something here that you might be thinking, oh, am I doing this wrong? Send me a private message and I'll do my best to get back to you as quickly as possible. But ask questions in the group. Ask other people. Be ready to take constructive criticism. Ask people in the group their opinion as well. Everyone there is in the same position that they want to get success. So we all want to help each other. So thank you for listening. I hope to still have you on the next podcast. I hope I haven't offended too many people out there. Have a wonderful day and keep smiling. Thanks for listening to the Winning with Shopify podcast. Join the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash winning with Shopify and get our show notes at justaskparker.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And as a listener, get 20% off at justaskparker.com by using the code podcast.